Pre-roll, baby. Yeah. The B-roll. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Hi. episode of the Nerdy <laughs> Bitch Show. Uh, episode 33. <gasps> um, it's February. Yeah, 10th, already. 10th? 10th? Yeah, already. What the fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. What is time? Uh, yeah, v- January is... V-Day. V-Day's Gen- right around the corner. <laughs> V-Day. dun 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 oh. dun, dun. <laughs> V E or V J day? For some people, it'll be a V J yeah. day. V J J day. <laughs> Stupid. That's sexist. Yeah. Why? No, it's not sexist. It's um, uh, what would you call it? Monogamy leaving, for monogamy. You're, you're, you're leaving out people that don't want V J days. That's why I said for some people it'll be a V J day. Oh, okay. I thought you're just insinuating for some people it won't be. <laughs> <laughs> for some people it won't be, and also for some people it's not their bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some people are. Wah, in, wah. It's involuntarily not their bag. They think. Um, fuck them. Don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> this got off to uh, a weird start. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to a video game podcast where we only talk about video games ever, and we have video games to talk about tonight. Which video games do we want to talk about first? How <laughs> do I say it like that? <laughs> first. <laughs> We're the next contestant on The Price is Nerdy Bits. Uh, the Price is Shite. That's terrible. <laughs> well, let's talk about what's fresh. You had a pretty rad interview lately. I did. I had a really a pretty rad interview this morning. Um, yeah. I uh, got to talk to Fauzi Mesmer, who is the vice president of editorial at Ubisoft. Um, he's also a member of the Habibis podcast with Rami Ismail and Osama Dorius. Uh, he's cool as shit. We talked about a lot of stuff, ranging from you know how he got into games and how he built you know basically his skills on his own. You know, coming up uh, in the Middle East, like where there isn't really a gaming industry, yeah. and teaching himself a lot of shit uh, to that leading to him writing the own the first. Uh, coding book, like uh, instruction book in uh, Arabic, like the first oh, one. Shit. There you go. That's uh, um, setting. Yeah, and uh, he teaches. He's worked in seven different countries for a ton of different studios. Uh, oh. Japan, Germany, Australia. Um, now he's in Sweden. Uh, he worked on Battlefield 2042 and Battlefield 5 and Battlefront 2 and all sorts of shit. Um yeah, he's cool as shit. We talked about a lot of really cool stuff. Um, he's writing a like, book currently about like the uh, the ideation process, like being creative, like how to do that. Like he realized as he's been like moving up in leadership teams and managing creative people, like he's become very curious with where those where creative ideas come from. 
and how to like build an environment around yourself to you know like how do you, how do people come up with stuff and how, where does originality come from and shit like that yeah. it was really cool it was really cool uh and then at the end we gushed about ramen for 10 minutes uh, it was great <laughs> he made me feel a little bit. He made me feel a little bit better about our uh, <laughs> our lunch with Rami, where he like flexed on us the the Arab game of who pays for what. Yeah. Um, he like reiterated like, yeah, it's a game, and you don't ever really want to pay, but you have to at least act like you want to pay, so that like you don't come across as an asshole. But then, yeah, I, I brought I tried up enough to act like I wanted to pay. No, I felt bad at the. I was yeah. like, mm, "Is it East? Is it Western rules or Arabic rules?" And he was like, "Shit, I don't." <laughs> he just shrugged at us. I was like, "All right, Rami, you got it." Um, yeah. Uh, he also talked about the. He shared a similar story about. Uh, Rami told us Ryan about going to eat with Shohei Yoshida, which is Shohei Yoshida is. The, I think he's the president of PlayStation. <laughs> Yoshida. Shuhei Yoshida, um, who, yeah, is a big fucking deal. Uh, and um, how he paid for his food one time, or, or Shuhei paid for his food. Rami mm-hmm. felt really bad. So the next time they went to the sushi place, he caught the waiter in between um, Oh yeah, walking to the bathroom and paid ahead. Because he wanted to, like, one-up him or whatever. Uh, he didn't. He didn't. He wanted to win the argument at the, at the table. And that's the only and, way to do it. And it made Shuhei it. really mad. Yeah. Wow. And apparently, the next time they went to eat, Shuhei called ahead and paid before they got there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was I was telling I was retelling that story to to Fauzi, and he was like, "Yeah, when I worked in Japan, I would take my friends out to eat and pay for it, and I asked a guy to come eat with me again another time." And he called me like a week later, before right before they were going to go out, and told him that he almost didn't go to dinner with him because last time he paid for their dinner. And it's embarrassing to them when someone else pays for your food. Wow. And like this guy was going to not go to dinner with him again because like of the embarrassment of having his food paid for. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. You know what I mean? Like right. just – Shit that, and I told him, I was like, I don't think Americans give a fuck. <laughs> like, if you go, I got it. People be like, bet, and <laughs> just move past it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> cool, you got it. That's dope. Um, but yeah, different cultures take that differently. So like, that's really good information to know. Because if for whatever reason I end up in Japan, I'm like, if there's ever a chance in hell, right? There's not a there's a non-zero chance, I guess, that that could happen. And I'm like, I got it. And just wildly offend somebody. <laughs> it's yeah, that, that's weird because, like, usually only the people at the table know who's paying for what. It's not like the restaurants, like, this guy's paying for the <laughs> yeah. whole table. Like, they're yeah, not just, sure. It's so weird. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good uh, info Sh- for. Shuhei is the head of independent developer initiative at Sony Interactive. So, not the president of Sony, but the president of Sony Indie. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, he was the president. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm just doing research now. He was the president. He stepped down in Herman Holst, the guy that was the studio head of Guerrilla Games that made Horizon Zero Dawn, who's now the president of Sony. So he stepped down and is doing the indie stuff now. Anyway, 
Yeah, so crazy what stories. Can we do to, uh, what can we do to get this interview out to people, right? Instead of just... Pay for ads. I have no idea, dude. Yeah, right? It's, it's, it's been a bug in my brain, as if that's an expression, right? But, like, yeah, it's kind of like uh, Peacemaker for you people watching Peacemaker. Anyway. Um, this, spoiler alert? Oh, I guess not. Never mind. Yeah. Um, you know, just I'd love to find a way to... Like, these, these, this is some high-profile shit, right? People need to hear it. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, it's not just talking to your grandma, which is... A thing you Public do. Public worthy. No, like it's. <laughs> don't laugh before I'm done talking. Like it's good. The stuff we're making is good, so it needs to be heard. But this is like, this is you know, this is upper. Now you can laugh. But like, huh. right, you see what I mean? Yeah, it's a big yeah, deal, sure. and people yeah. need to hear it. Especially yeah, when yeah. you say you're fucking killing it, and we need to. I mean, I feel like I am. I'm not gonna like run into a room and be like, "Hey, I'm good at this shit." That's weird, <laughs> but. I went into this interview. I you go into, into most of my interviews. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you sure enough did that today. You went to, into a room of sorts and said, hey, guys, I might be good at this shit. <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, I'm not going to walk into a room with people I don't know and yeah. say that. That's what I mean. Oh, I can say after um, seven years of teaching of getting straight A's that I'm good at teaching. That's pretty good. It's not so bad. Of you getting straight A's or the students yeah, getting straight no, A's? Because that That's might not good be... teaching. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, get, I get graded. I get graded too. By the kids? Uh, yes. Nice. Caleb's <laughs> yeah. like crap. I didn't know that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'll share. An, I'm gonna share an image with y'all because uh, a thing that's happened in my 200 level class is that we've been talking about. Uh, somehow it came up that, that I played baseball. I think I, because I had my – we were waiting for class to start on Tuesday. And um, I had my Xbox clips pulled up and was showing Halo because someone was talking about how they're pissed – they're also pissed that Halo is getting – kind of taking the piss out of just because it doesn't have a good battle pass, but the game's good. And I was like, yeah, the game's great. And we were just, like, watching clips and hanging out for, like, 15 minutes. And in between the scrolling through all the clips, right, you can see all the other ones. And I have a ton of baseball clips, and I was like, I play a ton of base. I have I play a ton of the baseball game because I played baseball for twelve years. And uh, love you. Good night. Um, it's not on video. Like you could have given me a kiss or whatever. It's fine. My wife doesn't love me. Um, you stayed with me last night. Yeah. Um, I said I played baseball for like twelve years, and uh, Burton, my co-teacher, was like, "You played baseball?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then we then went on to Google each other and found a Burton instantly can't find a picture of me playing baseball on the internet fucking anywhere because Springfield, I guess also it's been 10 years. Sure. Uh, and so the joke for the last two weeks has been that I lied. <laughs> and so, uh, like we were playing a game that was somebody that somebody made and Burton like jumped and landed on something and was like, Oh man, I didn't think I'd make that jump. And someone was like, it's because you played baseball. <laughs> and someone else would be like, it's a real shame we don't have more people that played baseball in this room. Um, so somebody made this. It's in the group chat. <laughs> so, someone was like, if I Photoshop Caleb on a baseball player, oh will I get extra credit? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and so they Photoshopped me on the David Freese's head as he's coming home after hitting that walk-off. That's and the, the quote he added with it was, no more slander for World Series champion Caleb Sawyer. Jesus, that's great. Uh, I'll share this, I guess, on Twitter tomorrow <laughs> uh, or whenever the episode goes up so there's context. But anyway, yeah, that happened. 
and was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to share something else before we, I talked about that, but that popped in my head and I had to share it. And I don't remember what I was going to say now. Anyway, we're all, uh, we're all playing games right now that are all kind of interesting. And not, so? like not in the norm. Not the norm, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, not too out of the norm for, I think, two of us. Pretty out of the norm for Ben. Um, Ryan and I have played games similar to this more, I think, than Ben has. Um, um, let me think. What is, what is, what's something I've played that's even remotely close? Minecraft? Yeah, I dabbled. Astroneer. Like... You dabbled in that, too, for maybe a week? Uh, no, longer than Astroneer. Longer than a week. Uh, I think I was playing it before a lot of people. I was there we we all we all got it when it was on early access. Yeah, we played the we played the demo for the first hour <laughs> and we're like, "Yep," and we all bought it that night. I, I also played that. that game a lot by myself, like a gotcha. lot, a lot. Yeah. But, did um, you ever did you ever leave the planet? Yes, yes. Didn't get much done on the new planet. Yeah, um, I landed on the snow planet and died almost instantly because the storms were worse. I was like, "All right." And then I think me and Caleb went through and started syncing up all the portals. On one of the planets, and then we went to the core. Oh, I remember the core. That was cool. That wasn't. Weird. Yeah, I think that was you and Ben. That wasn't me. Okay. Yeah, because I, I made a was. rover. I made a rover that I, that could like pave a road and drill at the same time. So we literally just drove it into the fucking planet, all the way down to the core. It was great. Yeah, it was yeah. this big like weird honeycomb looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and and then if you if you went down there and you synced it up to everything else, you could portal out. Like, you can teleport yeah. out, which is really cool. Yeah. So, to bury the lead even further, we've been looking for games that are similar, I guess. Um, trying to find something that we all like. Um, Grindy. Yeah, Ben's Ben's operational term was find, trying to find a game that we all like the grind of. Um, yep. And so we came to Space Engineers uh, a couple weeks ago, and we've been fucking around with that a lot. Been watching t- it for a while. Um, yeah, it's something that we saw when two, three years ago. We were like, "Oh, look, interesting." Yeah, Minecraft um, in space. It's also been out for like ten years. Yeah, like what? That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, been wow. out for a minute. I, I saw. So yeah, YouTube. You know, the algorithm got me. So I'm seeing some very old Space Engineers clips, mm-hmm. and some of those interfaces are really ugly, and some of the textures are really old. So like ten years ago, this shit looked like. PS, no not good. PS2, but like, yeah, like, you know, old. <laughs> right. So it looks great now. It doesn't look, you know, like Unreal Engine 4 or some shit, but it's nice. That'd enough, be insane. Nice though. enough. It's serviceable, but like. <laughs> if it was if it was Unreal Engine 4, oh my God, this game would be insane. Yeah. They have some real like volumetric lighting shit. Well, you know what? The, actually, the lighting is one of the better parts. Like, so if there's somebody above you with a flashlight, like it hits all the trellis, like, Lattice yeah. work of all the the metal and stuff, and yeah, it it shows yeah. your hands, like fingers and everything in the shadows. Yeah. So like that's insane. <laughs> so the lighting yeah. it's got anyway. Yeah, not to nitpick already, but um, yeah, yeah I love this game. 20, just sort of came out in twenty thirteen. Nine years, cool. So yeah, this game kind of gripped me right away. Um, I didn't. It's one of those games that doesn't tell you what to do. There are scenarios you can run through that help little uh, missions. Apparently they get better and better. Like the first one's old, so it plays. It looks kind of silly, but 
there's more. And there's a new one with the DLC they just released, the War DLC. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a mission mm-hmm. story, scenario we can play together. Pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I think so. Here's what happened. I'm going to tell a story I haven't really told yet. <clears throat> and because it's the whole vibe for me. All right, here's what happened. So when I was first cutting my teeth in the game, getting the groove, um, one of the first few days. So I come downstairs, turn on the Xbox, sit in my, my new gaming chair, put on my headphones, fire up Spotify, and my I've been listening to like uh, – like just just good like British rock and roll lately, um, kind of sounds like Iron Maiden and stuff like that. Uh, so there's a moment where the game's firing up, the load screen's on, this song I'm listening to is like come like swelling, you know, it's crescendoing, right? And as soon as the game load screen cuts, like the game fades from black and it's like a Martian sunrise, and the band I'm listening to kicks on, and like I get out my drill, I'm just like, let's fucking get to work. <laughs> like, and I was by myself listening to some really rad tunes on Mars by myself, building a base, and literally, like most games I love, you know, that don't have a lot of hand holding, just trying to figure it out. And by the time Ryan came in and uh, we were like building ships that couldn't fly because <laughs> we didn't put thrusters in every direction, so you take off and you get yourself off the launch pad and you're like, I can't steer, I can't steer, I can't steer, boom! And then. <laughs> Three hours of work is just destroyed, right? Um, you got to grind it all back down. And Caleb, grinding it everything down sort of feels a bit like Shipbreaker sometimes, right? Yeah, true, yeah. true, true. Um, oh, I wish I, I had a fucking plasma down. cutter. Yeah. God. I wonder if you can break things down in the wrong order, though, and make explosions like I did with the Goliath the other night. <laughs> but, oh, God. <laughs> um, that shit was so, yeah, man, it's just, it's really zen. Um, and the... Uh, because you can literally almost do anything you want in that game. Like, I saw a video the other day of somebody made a, a, a lights, um, a high speed train, like on a rail with cars. Wow. Yeah. Like, multiple cars attached. There was like a disco car and like an executive car with an upper level. And there was tunnels. And like, like you could walk between the cars and you could see the cars like moving independently because of the way they were connected. It felt like you were on a train. Crazy. There's orbital elevators. There's, you know, and then I found that, um, what was it called, Weapon Core Tournament, where it's just people that build giant-ass dreadnoughts giant and fight ships. each other. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. I, I already knew this game had that, but when I saw the Twitch stream, I'm like, this is, this is everything I need. This is great. Yeah. I don't know how long it would take to build one of those. I know you can just download one and play it. <coughs> but I don't know how. And, and, and then, there's of course, there's creative mode, for those listening, uh, where you don't need to harvest anything you literally just build anything you want. So it's everything the game has to offer on demand immediately. Now, you still have to follow all the rules. So all the laws of physics you have to follow. There's no cost. So we could build anything we wanted. We could build the homeworld mothership tonight, or at least start it if we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's real zen. It's real chill. It's no penalty for death. You can fuck up or over, and that's can't take that back but um yeah i don't know i dig it it's not gorgeous it's not perfect but i like it a lot yeah it's, it's fun it's super fun yeah yeah i yeah. told you uh, these working games are where it's at y'all y'all were making fun of me back when i was playing farming simulator yes because i think i needed spaceships <laughs> if you give me a simulator. uh yeah if you give me a a mech 
in any game that I might have deemed boring before, I'll probably be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll play that. <laughs> Mech farming simulator? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just harvesters if Stardew, if Stardew Valley was, uh, <laughs> was science fiction with mechs, I probably would have played that too. But, <clears throat> so. <clears throat> Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> kind of cool. Stardew. Zombie Valley. <laughs> I would play the fuck out of that. <laughs> uh, Stardew Valley... Th- Three thousand. Yeah, I think I think this game is it's really cool. Just like the the amount of troubleshooting it took for us to get it right without like wanting to go online and look was really fun. The night that we were making ships, we're like this yeah. isn't working, and then we go and redo it, and like this also isn't working, but we're getting somewhere. Yeah, so it's like better the, than last time. The progression of it was like getting better, and then we're like starting to think <laughs> out loud and talk to each other, like. So we we gotta we gotta do something different here. Like we maybe we need to add a thruster here or do something like this to make yeah. this happen. And like it changed, and then we got to flyable ships, and then we're like, all right, now, Ben, come check out my rover. Like I look, I worked on it for twenty minutes, and I had a fucking pop up solar fucking field on top of my rover. Like yeah, <laughs> like with it, the hinges. Uh, so it folded <laughs> up, and then opened on the out y, on the y axis, and then unfolded like a book. Yeah. yeah, so it looked like two two solar panels on top, and then flipped up and opened into four, which is fucking. I I thought that was really cool. I I enjoyed doing that, and then I went and made my truck that I have in real life with like a working door and working tailgate and just like <coughs> little stuff like that. It was just fun to make, and then yeah. you know going through and you guys figuring out the like pressurizing the doors. Or the the facility, so you could walk in without. Yeah, a Caleb on. starting the the experiment, and then me. Uh, I guess sort of solving it. Yeah. Yeah. So Caleb wanted to make a domicile on Mars that was pressure locked, so that because if you're outside, you're sapping your suit's power, um, for warmth and oxygen. So if you're inside, it doesn't. Um, there's not much much reason to be inside. Uh, but that was sort of just a task you set yourself on. Like, I'm going to make this work. Because uh, you found out you needed, like, an O2 processor and an oxygen tank and a vent and airtight walls and stuff. You're like, yeah, this is my shit. So you made it look great. Um, but just because the game lets it look the way you want it to doesn't mean that these pieces are actually connected and touching. So right. you can do some sort of geometrical trickiness to make it look good, but that doesn't mean they're actually welded together. And I think that's what the problem was. So... You know, one thing was stacked on top of another, or one of those angles wasn't connected. And actually, Caleb, there was a point where I would, like, get rid of one tile, and then, like, three would, like, slough off. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was their only connection point. So you might have thought three panels down, and that was sealed, but it wasn't. It was just laying on sure. top, you know what I mean? Sure. One bad windstorm, and they probably would have got blown off anyway. But Yeah, we, we found out, like, it. it's really weird how the, the geometry in this game works. Like... Even if you're just using a flat panel, it's just like one thin piece. It takes up a whole block's worth of space. So you can't build a box all connected on the same plane. No, you have to use the the one the six sides outside of it, right? You yeah. got yeah. to the right to put the I right think, wall, to the left to put the left wall. I think it's different large to small. I think large is a little more uh, compatible, but the small grid... If you put just a tiny triangle on a small grid, that whole block is taken up now. 
but I, I I'm I watched the video that one guy I linked you guys to. I think larger blocks are a little more adaptable, but I don't know. Can't say for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh geometries. I think they're really the really big fucky thing. Physics is really good in that game. Um, except for trying to dial down like the uh, the balance for the vehicles, like the actual rovers. It's it is really hard that you have to tweak though. You can't just slap something together and go. Yes. We yeah. tried that. I put I put something together. The wheelbase was a little too small, and that thing just started <laughs> fucking spinning out of control, like uh, like a little RC car. And yep. It was just like spinning in place. And then Odin's <laughs> kept flipping over, <laughs> forward <Bad>. or backward, <laughs> like. Yeah. It was just upside down every two seconds. Like, okay, dude. Well, there's a universal... So when you put a wheel down, there's a universal torque. At, and the power is at 60%. So if you have a super light, you know, a little quad runner, that thing's going to spin out of control. But if you have, like, a huge cargo ship you're trying to make, then that's a different story. So, yeah. yeah. That one I built that you didn't see uh, is down to, like, 20%. Because that thing is very light. Well, yeah. So we well we started on our own server, uh, and built our own stuff. And Actually, then, the server is just my save file. It's just a little co-op session. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. And then um, we have recently, fig- well, kind of maybe partially figured out how to do a hosted server, so that oh, we can all Ryan hop in and was, play whenever. Ryan said it was mostly hitch free today, so that's good. Yeah, he said it was. So we'll see. Yeah, he said he was encountering some of the stuff you were encountering last night too, Ben, where you were trying to grab stuff from a pod and it wasn't, it wouldn't stay in his inventory and he couldn't take stuff out of his inventory. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that stuff irons itself out and if it's, you know, user error or if it's the server figuring shit out or what the hell is going on. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't hate it. That's for sure. I'm enjoying it. I was, a, I was a little worried at first because the first night I played it was, well, let's be completely honest. First night, I didn't play. It was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, first night I didn't play. I ate two bowls of cereal over two hours. And then went to bed. I was a taxi service, and it sucked. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. And um, that was largely because I was trying to teleport to people, and it was putting me through the earth. And because I couldn't land closer to anybody uh, for some reason. And then once they had the base built, the second time I decided to join a couple of days later... I could just spawn on the base instead of landing in some pod, which is very nice. And now that we're all in the same thing, you spawn back in the same place so long as you haven't been kicked out of the server. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very interested in doing more of the, like, building to function stuff. Like, there are things that you can engage. There are uh, the mechanics you can engage with, like fighting space, space pirates and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. There's also, like, turrets and shit you can build that say they're good for fighting drones. Where the fuck those come from? I don't know. So, um, I'm interested to try and figure that stuff out. I think my next goal is to make a, a cool land-based craft and a cool air-based craft. Spend a lot of time on the house, and uh, I just want to make something fun to fly. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. We'll see how long it keeps us. There's still a lot to do. Um, a lot. We have to figure out a way to make a lot more in terms of resources before we can even maybe kind of possibly think about building a ship in space. Yeah. Um, although I was very close to taking a bunch of resources in a ship into orbit and building... Start building some blocks. 
building a big no like building a big uh shipyard because building in zero g is dope because you don't have to like especially building spaceships where you have to put stuff on the bottom you don't have to anchor it you just build in the air and stick it to itself because it doesn't doesn't go anywhere it's space um so i do i do want to i do want to do that but yeah no um <laughs> i'm interested in, in engaging with a bunch of it so we'll see I've also taken a few days off of it because this week has been fucking weird. It's been fucking very weird. Um, but, you know, sometimes Why? I don't know. None of us know, right? Monday, everybody in the group chat on Google chat was like, I don't want to do shit today. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Every, everybody was like, kind of fuck today. And like, that's mad weird because it was not just our group; it was all over the place, and so like it was a hard. It was a hard Monday for for everybody. Yeah, Mondays are usually terrible, but not openly voicing not, your opinion about it. Not <laughs> for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> um, and so like I uh, that kind of carried on throughout the week. It's just been a real weird uh, week full of anxiety and shit. So you know. Uh, I didn't want to like bring any of that to a space that needs a lot of concentration and a lot of things go wrong initially when you try to figure them out. So I was like, I'll just do it later. Um, so I played a bunch of baseball, which is, you know, comfort food. And then I started um, dying light today, which I can't talk about much. So I'll talk about it real quick right now. Um, it's fine. I'm only like an hour and a half in. The combat's interesting. I don't like... I don't like when games, especially sequels of games, put you in a place and act like the person's never been in the place. I complained about this to Ryan like twice in the first hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, you get to a place to turn on a thing. And well, first of all, you're like looking for somebody, I guess. And it's like, you have to go here and talk to somebody. And it, you have to call in before you go into the city. And I'm like, is this guy not from here? It says he's been running. He's been a runner. Not a runner, sorry. They call them pilgrims, people that move between settlements. Um, he said he's been a runner for like four or five years. It's like, oh, so somewhere else? Like, well, how do you not know where this place is? Um, hmm. And then he get you have to go turn on the generator, which sounds like a terrible fucking idea in the zombie apocalypse. But whatever. Um you go to turn on the generator, and then after you do, or as you're getting ready to, these zombies come out of the house because you make a bunch of noise raising the incredibly loud garage door to, to get to it. And then this one jumps, this one comes out of the house and jumps like a leaper um, um, or a hunter from State of Decay, if you've played State of Decay. I don't remember what they're called in um, Back for Blood, the ones that, like, tackle you. But uh, we just kept calling them Spider-Man or something, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> those, they spit on you. They webbed you. Um, yeah. So this one comes out and jumps, and he's like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> How long have you been doing this? Uh, and, and then and the you, other... And this, yeah, you magically don't know what this one is the first time I <laughs> right. met you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Also, I, I know... Go ahead. No, no, no. You... Go ahead. I'm going to move on. Okay. Well, I know there's a problem with the writing when... Our friend, who usually like is just loves everything, and sometimes laughs at everything, is just very unjudgmental. Just like it plays a game. That game was great. Best game I ever played. Next game. That game was great. It's awesome. I loved it. He was playing that game. He's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> this writing's pretty dumb. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't have said that shit. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, 
Yeah, that's very funny. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing is that, like, again, you've been doing this for five years. You have no weapons and no bandages on you when you start. You have to learn how to go craft bandages. And it's like, what the fuck is... Why? Take a shirt and you go... And then... No, you have to go get, like, honeydew and... Oh, of course you do. No, no, no. It's a flower. It's not honeydew. You have to get honey. This dude's walking up barehanded to bee nests that are, by the way, fucking everywhere <laughs> to get honey out of them. And then you have to pick some flowers. And if you mix the flowers and the honey, you can get a bandage. Or medicine. Sorry, it's medicine, not a bandage. Uh, I mean, it's it's also probably not wrong that bee nests are everywhere. Because we don't know what it would be like if society wasn't be the way it like. is. <laughs> ben, shut up. Uh, Nature would probably flourish, and there would be probably more bees <laughs> everywhere. Bees everywhere! Um, so yeah, you start with no idea how to make medicine. Does make sense. And you have no weapons. The guy gives you a bat and is and is like, happy, happy gift. And I was like, dog, what? And then the, my last stupid. my last beef with it is that you get to the safe house and it's like these are safe houses you know how games be, uh, and and it's like there are places you can sleep for the night, and they have black lights which guarantee safety. Sorry, UV lights, but the mm -hmm. words they use are which guarantee safety from infected. <laughs> And my first thought, I laughed, and Ryan was like, what? And I was like, I told him that. And then I was like, how did the world fall if UV lights were the solution? <laughs> like That's the sun. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the whole mechanic of the game. They don't come out in the day. Um, yeah. The, but, like, at night, just turn on UV lights, dog. Right. <laughs> they can't. If they, if they guarantee safety. Go to the grocery store wrapped in UV lights. Like, yeah. Yep. Come bite me, idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I saw that and laughed and was like, okay. And then, God, I really. All right. Last thing. I said it was only a couple <laughs> things. The You're supposed to like get to this radio station and turn it on and call this guy so you can get into the city. Which, like, you're a pilgrim. Your job is to go back and forth between cities. Why is this guy being secretive? It's only been an hour. I don't know. Maybe they explain that. But they give you, the, the guy that you were talking to in the beginning gives you a radio frequency to call in. And you sit in the chair, and there's a wheel of radio frequencies, which feels a little weird. It feels a little bit like, do you remember what it was? Like, I could fuck it up? No. If you dial it to a different one, there's people talking on the other end. That's cool. But they don't talk constantly they say like a sentence and then it goes quiet hmm. you change it sentence quiet it's yeah, like yeah, so these yeah, guys yeah. are just waiting for me to turn to the channel <laughs> yeah, and then no, that reminds me real quick of a thing i hate in video games where you're walking down a street and there's people everywhere and all the conversation starts <laughs> a sentence when you get next to them witcher's very good at not doing that um mm. Or there's just so many conversations you forget which ones just started. Final Fantasy um, was super bad at it, at it, the remake. And then there's something else I played recently. Like, nobody was mid-conversation. It was like, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it, if you run fast enough through town, it's really distracting. Hey, but, hey, hey, but hey, 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 <laughs> hey. But a lot of those people you can't interact with. So it yeah. would be really weird to be, like, walking by and hearing half the conversation 
and not being able to go up and be like, what did you say? So like, well, if they're not saying anything important, yeah, if you're not saying anything important, but like, say the back half of that conversation is like really interesting, but you wanted to know what the first (laughs) part was, you'll never find out. That's awesome. That's life, dog. If I'm walking down the street and some guy's like, then she put it in my butt. I'm like, what? But I'm not going to walk up and be like, sorry, could you please start over, sir? Oh, I would. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, maybe. excuse me? Maybe. You openly maybe. said this for other maybe. people to enjoy. So <laughs> yeah. you were whispering. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about it, and I've, honestly, it's just like first impression shit, is when you do call the radio station you are supposed to in the morning when you're trying to speak to the person that's name is informant right now, um, you you turn to a radio dialing, and then the guy goes, this is Aiden calling on frequency, blah, blah. No shit. No one can hear you unless they're on that frequency. Why are you telling them what frequency you're on? <laughs> like, <laughs> ugh, it's frustrating. Also, I sent a clip to um, Ryan. Because the first word he said, Ben, I was like, this guy sounds like Mirage from Apex, mm-hmm. which is Roger Craig Allen, the guy that played Ezio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I searched it on IMDb, not him. And then I was curious because uh, one of the guy, the guy that you're talking <laughs> to references the character from the last game. Uh, and so I looked up the guy to see if this guy was in that game, and he was. But then I looked at the main character, and the main character was voiced by Roger Craig Smith. Roger Craig Allen, whatever his name is. So basically, Dying Light 1 has Mirage. Literally the guy who plays Mirage. Mm-hmm. And the second game has a guy that sounds just fucking like him, but has done like a, an eighth of the amount of work. <laughs> yeah. Which feels a lot like they were like, can you sound like this guy, but be cheaper? <laughs> right. <laughs> How much do you want? And he says $200,000. And then they look at their check that says $2 million and tear it up and go, okay. <laughs> right. Um, so first hour is not, um, stellar. I just want them to dump me. I mean, this is probably a whole topic on its own. I wish sequels would dump you into a game and go figure it out. Uh, and like have intelligent ways to teach you how to learn things or sorry. That's a weird way to say that. Um, give you level design build. I'm teaching this right now. So I guess this is also why it's in the front of my brain, but like, (laughs) level design game design world design should be teaching you how to do things without telling you how to do things you should be able to see it in the level you're playing and figure it out as you go not have to read some text and do a dumb fetch quest to figure a thing out it should be intuitive not Um, only that but like if you make a game that's clearly co-op forcing people to play like even the start of forza horizon as cinematic as it is is annoying you know, yeah. like Odin down or uh, Mocho downloaded it just to play with us the other night, and he played the whole time in the party with us playing the intro. <laughs> it's not like necessary. It's races. a car game. Pull right trigger and go. Yeah. And yeah. if you want to experience that, go on your own and do that. Yeah. But to force people to do that, it's ridiculous. Um, there's got to be a reason for it. But also, like, let's <clears throat> onboard new players. If you know what you're doing, there should be a, like a. Do you need the intro? No. Right. Let like, me just uh, do it. Sport sport games do that. Like yeah, sports games like, are like, do you want us to teach you all the mechanics? And you're like, no yeah. thanks, I get this. Yeah, FIFA asks you if you or have like played before and like what difficulty you difficulty you want to set it on, and then yeah. it doesn't give you all the tutorials. It just skips yep. right over. It. Yep, that's the way to do it. 
Also, Ben, if you remember the Arkham games, we excuse me, it. each game um, increased uh, what Batman could do. And the intelligent thing they did was like all the abilities you had in one, those were the starting abilities in two. They're inherent, yeah. And then when you started three, all the abilities that you built up in two were what you started with in three. So you never jumped in feeling like you've been stripped of shit. And y'all, you don't have the ability to slide in a free-running game until you unlock enough points to unlock sliding on a skill tree. And this <laughs> guy's been free-running for five years? That's crazy. <laughs> like, the design choices are baffling. Um, but it might be yeah, fun co-op, so I'll keep playing it because Odin wants to, wants, to, wants to play with me. I'll um, wait. I'll wait. I don't want to play for two hours just to play co-op. I might not even like it in two hours. So Yeah, dog... Guys at Waypoint said that it took them like eight hours to get the slide ability. And to I was what? like, to get the slide ability. Oh my god. And I, <laughs> this is the problem when you make a game that you brag it takes 500 hours to 100%. Yep. Can't give them but, everything right away because then they won't want to play it for I mean, I get 460 it, right? like, more hours. Warframe has to make a game for people who only want to play it when DLC comes out and for the people who want to grind for something for six hours a day for three months. Like, I get it. It, it. Gamers are insatiable right now. Everybody's stuck at home. Gaming is huge. People want a big game. I get it. And we got a game that's like Skyrim that's been announced, or that's been released for like three system generations, and mm -hmm. people keep playing it over and over and over again. <coughs> and they're like, yeah, well, we want to make a Skyrim, but with the content to match. Yeah. So I get the impetus, but yeah, I guess they didn't do it right, I suppose. We'll see. If it gets any better. Um, real quick, news stuff. Last time we talked about Xbox buying Activision Blizzard, because how the fuck could you not? Um, since then, uh, I guess yesterday? When did I make this note, these notes and share them? Yesterday. I think it was yesterday, yeah. Uh, as of yesterday, Xbox has made it pretty, pretty abundantly clear that they have no intention of making games that are multi-plat through Activision Blizzard's established franchises, uh, making them exclusive. So, like, Overwatch... StarCraft, well, StarCraft hasn't released a game in 20 years. Um, Overwatch, um, uh, Diablo is what I meant, um, not StarCraft. Uh, Overwatch, Diablo, the Call of Duty games will continue to be multi-platform, which rules, good for them, smart for them. Also, why would you cut out? Why would, they, why would, <laughs> why would you cut out? that would happen? Because that's what you do when you buy studios. You make their stuff exclusive. And a lot of PlayStation fans are like, fucking Xbox is stealing their shit. Um, but yeah, yeah the obvious, close. you're right. The obvious like reality is like, why would they cut out 23 million sales? Like if Call of Duty sells 45 million units a year, at least half of those are the other console. Why would you get rid of those if you get the money for them now? That's dumb. Right. Of course not. Um, and then... I guess following the same line, I mean, we're all going to get all those games on Game Pass. That fucking rules. Um, and they won't show up on PlayStation Plus or whatever they call their subscription, right? Which is the advantage. They have it. We have it for free. They don't. Um, but following the same lines, Bungie was acquired by, by PlayStation um, for way more money than I think Bungie's probably worth. But good for them. But PlayStation spent... Xbox three years ago spent like seven billion dollars on Bethesda and got like Zenimax, or on Zenimax and got Bethesda and Arcane 
and id soft like all of the studios that bethesda worked with for seven billion and then playstation spent 3.6 billion on bungie <laughs> just bungie uh who seems, made destiny uh, seems like i don't know it, it seems seem a like lot a it's go ahead sorry doesn't seem like big news doesn't I seem think like big it's... news i think most people just look at that and go okay i saw a funny tiktok where the, uh, it's this guy where he's talking to a girl that's dressed like an Xbox and a girl that's dressed like Sony or like mm-hmm. a PlayStation. And uh, it's it's a whole dynamic. They have an old personality. And, like, I guess Sony's a bit airheady. So they're like, <laughs> we have uh, Bungie now. So we officially have Halo. <laughs> and then, like, Xbox. <laughs> and the guy's like, do we tell her? He's like, <laughs> But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know this. So they bought Destiny. Like, great. Okay. That just doesn't seem I mean out. Bungie's it's, working it's news, on another but... Bungie's working on another IP. If they had bought okay. them because they wanted that IP exclusive, cool. Sure. The contingency yeah. to the contract is that Bungie will be allowed to release on multi-platform. So that wasn't it. Also, yeah. Bungie's multi-platform, so they didn't yeah. or, uh, Destiny's multi-platform, so like They're they're not getting exclusive yeah. games out of Bungie. But the other thing That's, is uh... It, it makes place. sense. It makes sense that they might have done this so that they can say they're trying to um, build live service games because Sony has none at all. Sure. And it seems like they just brought in like four or five hundred employees, however many people are at Bungie now, that you know know how to do that and have been doing it for a decade. So it seems more like they bought their ability to make live service shit than they bought. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not really weird. It's it's just not as big a news. It's just coming it's, on, on. It's also so much the... money for one studio. Yeah. I feel like they, I feel like they did it to stay relevant. Well, like Wicked Xbox feels like that. It, Xbox it definitely like, feels like Xbox it. bought something. I guess we have to. We got to buy something. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> who's gonna take who's an for offer? Sale? <laughs> yeah. The reality is that both of those deals were like <laughs> being built at the same time, so they didn't do it as a response. But can you imagine <laughs> if Sony had bought Bungie first? Yeah, and everyone and would have been like, breaks. "Oh shit!" And then Xbox is like Activision. <laughs> People would have been like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. Now instead, it's like, "Oh shit!" And then PlayStation news comes out, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> fine, it's fine. Yeah. It's weird, but it's fine. I guess. Do we get? Do we all have anything coming up in the future that we're excited about, other than space engineers? Sifu. Oh, oh shit! That looks good. That looks yeah, good. Ryan and I both watched uh, Rel, uh, friend of the show and, and member of the Nerdy Bus Discord, play. I also Sifu. bought uh, Solar Ash. Ash. I haven't played that yet. Nice. I bought it out of principle because um, Heart, Heart Machine Games is great. Yeah, Hyperlight's just fucking amazing. Um, is this soundtrack by Disaster Piece? Do we know that? Of course. Of course it is? Yes. All right. I'm going to just download the soundtrack <coughs> tonight. Um, uh, I bought a bunch of games on principle. Sayonara Wild Hearts. I bought that because I wanted to play it. Um, and uh, what else? Sayonara Wild, Wild Hearts is games. interesting. It was yeah. on, uh, it was on um, excuse me, Apple Arcade. When it when it first came out, and uh, yeah, I played it on my iPad with an Xbox controller, which is fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Uh, fucking Nintendo's <coughs> kind of popping yeah. off. 
Dude, yeah, there was a Nintendo Direct yesterday. I'm sorry. Yeah, I they announced to... a lot of games. Yeah, dude. To... They have Mario Strikers coming out and a new fucking Wii Sports or the uh, uh, Switch Sports. Like, that shit's incredible. Like, I almost want to get a Switch now. You know what's I've really funny? Forever. You know what's really funny? Oh, I, I hope to buy a Switch for Tommy <laughs> for her birthday, knowing that that's only a month away. Maybe not, but tax season. Um, apparently, Switch Sports doesn't... <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> just, keep, just keep putting that into the world. That won't ever bite you in the ass. Um, apparently... Switch Sports doesn't have fucking golf on it. <laughs> Which, Not like, here. the fuck? That's why Wii Sports was fun. But, yeah, whatever. but they have Mario Golf, so... Okay. I feel oh, like they they're going to get do their they? sales from... Yeah they, have, they, yeah, they just released the Mario Golf last year. That's probably why, then. Good call. There's a game Good called call. Backbone that looks really cool. Backbone? Uh, coming to Switch. Oh! Um, that game's... Like a side-scrolling detective game or whatever. That game's on Game Pass, like, recently. Uh huh. Um, yeah the the Mario Strikers games fucking uh you can put the uh, uh whatever the fuck's it called the the Joy Con the Joy Con <coughs> uh you can strap it to your leg and you can <laughs> kick that way like you can actually like y'all wanna kick. I was like that's crazy I would never do that and here's why y'all want to know a, a story that's embarrassing I was babysitting once <laughs> and playing. We baseball with the kids, with the boys, one of the, with the oldest boy and the the youngest boy and the the, the daughter, the sister were running around, and <coughs> me and the oldest boy got a little competitive, and I swung the bat and did in fact clock one of the younger kids in the head with the Wiimote. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, they were fine. It was like clunk out, and I was like, <gasps> um. But I wouldn't put a Joy-Con, I wouldn't strap a Joy-Con to my leg because I would get excited and kick and just punt my son. <laughs> just, whoops. Send him end over end like a football through the kitchen. Um, yeah, I want to buy a Switch. Um, yeah, the Switch, the Nintendo Direct yesterday, they announced a lot of stuff. Um, we're getting... comes out in April. Yeah, we're getting uh, a new Kirby thing. See, uh, Oddworld just... Stranger's Wrath HD is coming Ooh. to Xbox. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming to Switch. Somehow, that makes no fucking sense. I still want to play that again. How the fuck is that game going to work on a Switch? Uh, Mario Strikers Battle League is June 10th. Chrono, Tr- Chrono Cross is getting a remaster in April. Um, the Wii Sports sequel. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 are coming to Switch in September. Mother and Earthbound are being added to Switch Online, which is fun for some people, but more people just want Mother 3. And, like, everyone on Twitter was like, sorry, guys, that's never going to (laughs) happen. They won't make it. Right. Uh, Instead of getting Mario Kart 9, we're getting more Mario Kart 8. That game's going to have 48 tracks after this DLC. And people people are like, just give us Mario Kart 9, you fucking monsters. My client um, uh, tonight was boasting that he's got three gold stars on everything in uh, Mario Kart 7. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going, like, all in on Mario Kart Double Dash with uh, my buddy Adam from middle school and Matt. They came up when I moved to Springfield for a summer, and we played Double Dash 
was all a week. One, right? That was a GameCube game, yeah, and it was yeah. co-op. You had one person on the back throwing weapons or shooting weapons, yeah. um, and then the other person driving. It was a blast. We got all the all the stars on the f- the two fifty CC, the five hundred, the one thousand, and then the reverse, where you have to play them all backwards. Um, Portal one and two are coming to Switch. Triangle strategy, yo, Nintendo just like makes <laughs> development names, like like code names, and then mm-hmm. doesn't change them. Triangle <laughs> strategy is not a fucking name. <laughs> Octopath Traveler. Was about a, it was it was initially a project where you had eight different paths you had to follow. So they called it Octopath Traveler, and then people played it and kept talking about it. And I guarantee you, their marketing is just like, well, everyone's already calling it this. So might as well just name it that. Right. <laughs> Triangle strategy is like okay. Triangle. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's like a fuck? dumb name for a pyramid scheme. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Let me tell you about this triangle strategy. I want you to get into. <laughs> Um, and then uh, classic Squaresoft, which is now Square Enix, JRPG, which is called Live a Live or Live Alive. It's Live Space A Space either Live or Live. Live a Live or Live Alive. <laughs> I don't know. Live Alive. Or Live Alive. Or Live a Live. live, live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure someone is listening to this and being like, it's fucking and saying the way it's supposed to be said. Uh, that's never been released in the <laughs> West, ever. So it was a Japanese exclusive game for 30 years, 20 years. It's coming to Switch uh, for Western audiences. And then <clears throat> Klonoa and Klonoa 2. Sure. Uh, Kirby's getting a new... Kirby in the Forgotten Land is going to have something called Mouthful Mode, which... Okay then. If you only absorb one piece of Nintendo news today, I hope it is this. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, and the first two Front Mission games, which are mech games, are being remade and coming to Switch. Which that does sound cool. I'd play uh, that. Splatoon Three <coughs> is coming out this summer, and we'll have a co-op mode that's going to be called Salmon Run Next Wave. <laughs> All right. Advance Wars One and Two remakes. Uh. And Metroid Dread's getting some dis- dif- difficulty options. Difficulty options. For what it's cool. worth, I think people that love Nintendo stuff loved yesterday because my Twitter was just people cheering and getting excited. Um, also, for what it's worth, I think that people that really like Nintendo and liked some of their older stuff and hoped they would see it and didn't are kind of disappointed. Which just kind of feels on brand for Nintendo. We're going to give you almost everything you want. <laughs> Except but not, but what not you what want. You're for. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, you know. <coughs> yep. Uh, yeah. That's the, the that's been the last couple of weeks of news and us playing stuff and there's not really much. I mean, Elden Ring is in a week and a half. I'm more excited about that, I can tell you, than getting more into Dying Light, but Elden Ring's made by the FromSoft team, and um, its well, its lore was written by George R.R. R. Martin, which is a flex. That game will be better written. You know? Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. And then, if anybody has a PS4, Horizon Zero Dawn, or Horizon Forbidden West looks fucking ridiculous on PS4? Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, uh, as, as great as Ghost of Tsushima looked, I might have to just play it on PS4. I might just I play it on desire PS4. To spend $500. I have a desire to buy a PS5 anytime soon, so. Yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm not making that kind of money. I'm not. Right. So. Um, yeah. That's it. Yeah, February is kind of February is kind of done. We got the Horizon, and we got Elden Ring, which is kind of <laughs> done. Is those are huge games. Um, sure. March first is uh, Far Changing Tides. If you haven't listened to the episode of the Bounty Board podcast from last week, I interviewed two people from that team: Fabio Bumgartner and Phil Stern. They're very cool. Uh, that game's coming out March first, and I'm excited. I might get a chance to play it early. So maybe next time we record, I'll be able to talk a little bit about it. And then, yeah, hopefully we all get Sifu in the next two weeks and can talk about that because I do want to and do want to give that game a shot. It's on PC also, right? It is. It's on Epic Epic Game Store, yeah. And Epic's got a thing right now where if you (laughs) sign up for emails, which I don't think you have to stay signed up, but if you Hmm. because it's probably a, a shareholder thing, but if you sign up for marketing emails. You get a ten dollar off coupon, so you can get seafood for thirty instead of forty bucks. Okay, which is sick. Um, yeah, but that's it. Um, let's go we, build some spaceships. Yeah, mm, spaceships. Uh, we will probably be. Uh, I'll probably be streaming again sometime this week. Hopefully tomorrow, because I don't have anything else really going on. Um, and I'm gonna try and keep spinning that up because the stream we did on Tuesday was a blast. Or was that Monday? I don't know. We had a real... Ryan was watching. We had a real fucking clutch-up win of Apex. <laughs> that shit was great. Um, streaming's fun. I enjoy interacting with y'all. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow anything Nerdy Bits does, though, go to nerdybits.com or follow us on Twitter at nerdy underscore bits. You can follow me at lubwub. Ben, where can people find you? Sketch Sawyer everywhere. And Ryan, where can people find you? <laughs> Sergeant Sodium, most places. Hell yeah, we get our music from Monster Cat, um, and as George Bernard Shaw said, we do not grow old, we do not stop playing because we grew old. We grew old because we stopped playing. So don't stop playing games. And we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. Peace.